Happy, happy new year from all of us at the Podcastle. Wishing you wonderful 2013. I mean, 16. <laughs> Sounded like Steve Harvey there for a second. How are we doing in here, Oakland? <laughs> happy new year to everybody. Matthew Clark, Jonathan Astor, Michael Biscardi. This is the first podcast episode of 2016. On the program today, we have a very talented soul of the world of cinema. Wonderful reviewer, a gentleman, Mr... Brett Katzen of the Cinematic Addict. Uh, he has a Facebook page. Please like it at uh, Facebook uh, Movie Lovers Unite. You can search for Cinematic Addict. Um, pages about movies. It's a place where you can read all of the movie, movies you want to see, as well as share any news or memes or anything, really. Uh, Brett's there to entertain and inform. I'm not reading this, by the way. This is all off the cuff. Um, and he invites you to post his stories there. Please follow him on Twitter at... Real R E E L underscore problems. Brett, it's a it's a play on words. What's going on, guys? How you Welcome doing? to the program. Welcome Thanks. aboard. Welcome to the jungle. And thank you for your many contributions to the podcast uh, in 2015. Yes, anytime. Now, Brett, I know very Brett. eloquent. I know Brett very. from the first job I had here in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, my my male cheerleader friend Tony, who lives in Baltimore, who has a Super Bowl ring, that that is the mutual friend that brought us together. Tom Brady and we, we worked at Nature and ultimately City. brought us together. Yes. Exactly. So, um, you know, when we started the podcast, I was just racking my brain for ideas and segments. And Brett used to always post movie reviews on Facebook. You know, recent current movies. And I always liked them. They were funny, but you know, you could tell he he knows his stuff. Um, so I was like, "Yo, why don't I just like read your reviews on the show?" Which is something I thought I could just wing, but I know I'm not reading it like Brett is writing it every time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way, Brett. Do you sometimes? Does it just flow out, Brett, or do you get like writer's block and have to rethink things and and pull out the Roger's disorder? Does it just come out? Does is it all natural? You probably notice I don't do every movie I see, but I just I just start writing and I probably do more editing than I do any. Like I'll go, I'll be yeah, at work and I'm like, oh, I want to say this. I'll go back to it and I'll start. I will just redo it. Yeah. So, but you yeah, know what? It's a process. I think I don't do it for everything. I just like to get it out there for my friends and share it with people. Well, it's good, man. A lot of people uh, seem to respond to it. Um, I read a not a lot, but a fair amount of reviews. Um, living in Los Angeles, it's a big movie town, and there's a lot of free, you know, variety. And there's a lot of magazines they just leave on the corners for people to just take and read. So I'll read through. And i got to say, you have a really refreshing kind of take on the reviews. I mean, it doesn't seem like any of them are biased. You know how you read these some of them, and it's like, I hated the main character because he's not black. And uh, <laughs> you have a very kind of, from, from a reader standpoint, nice approach to it. So Yeah, I try, I try to just... Tell them what I think of the movie without actually getting too technical. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get snobbish about it. Where you're like, right well, down. if they shot in 88 millimeter, the vortex would have been more displayable. See, that doesn't even matter to me. I saw I saw Star Wars in like a regular theater and the 70 millimeter at the actual IMAX, and I honestly like the regular theater better. Yeah, oh, nice. I, liked, I liked regular better than 3D for sure. There's There's just things that happen... 
and it's moving real fast and it's in 3D and you almost don't see what's happening. It's just There's something much. flying in front of my face. <laughs> Can we all agree that regular is better than 3D? I mean, whenever I see a 3D movie, which has been like under five, I always leave with like a headache because there's yes. like depth perception. and Yeah. And I don't wear glasses regularly, so my nose hurts. Right. I think Avatar is the only movie that should have been 3D because that was like an experience. Yeah. Like you don't need The Great Gatsby in 3D. Mm. And I right. saw it in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> I th- yeah. Like I said before, I think I, I just think it's the only angle that these studios have to play anymore because nobody needs to go to a theater anymore to see a movie. Right. And they but can't pirate That's them. the hook. You're right. TV is be- just too perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Brett, you you were going to give us a little review today on uh, Star Wars Episode Seven, Force Awakens. Yeah, and uh, you know I didn't really write one out. I wanted it to come out as organic as possible, and I kind of want to do a little like back and forth with you guys because I'm curious to see what you all think as well. Um, but I know like John posed the question to me earlier. I can kind of start with yeah. that. Yeah, I, uh, I said um, I said I'm I'm going to ask you simply: Did J.J. Abrams do a good job? And why? J.J. Abrams definitely did an awesome job. This is his third yes. third franchise that he's pretty much rebooted for the better. The Admission Impossible, Star Trek, and now this. Wow, that's and, true. Yeah. And he's just knocking them out of the park. I mean, with this, he went full... He went into it. I think the smartest thing he did was getting Lawrence Kasdan back into the writer's chair. He's because the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, like in in the original trilogy, because it has somebody from that era uh, bringing their knowledge of it and their take on it into the new, into like, you know, to 2016. So you kind of needed that balance, and I think that played a huge part in the success of the movie. He's a talented guy, you know? I mean, for him to reboot or do a reimagination, if you will, of Star Trek and nail it is one thing. And then to do, you know, he did all this movies, he did Mission Impossible, he did the... uh, he did a couple of the uh, the one that Spielberg did with the, um, the monster flick. He did Lost. Oh, Super he, he, right, Super Eight, which is a great flick. It's Lost. a c- good coming of age. You know, it was like our Stand, Stand by, by me, me, if you will. Yeah, and then he did yeah. to nail Star Wars. I mean, this guy is pretty much in touch for it now. I think he could. I think he should start rebooting movies that don't need to be done. Like just get cocky, like do like Jurassic Park and The Godfather, and he'll be like, "What? J.J. <laughs> Abrams? I'm gonna do what the fuck I want." <laughs> it's gonna be about the characters, right? That's what he does, I though. He tackle something different, like old school horror, and see because he's doing such a good job with like the big budget. I want to see what happens when he goes smaller. Yeah, wow. like, like re- do a Psycho remake that actually makes sense. Oh, redo Jason. Redo the Birds. That's a movie that needs an update. Yeah, Jason, Friday the Thirteenth. Well, I mean, one they've been talking about rebooting, which you'd be perfect for, is the People Under the Stairs. I don't know if you ever saw that, but that oh, was like, I remember that movie very vaguely. The People Under the Stairs. Yeah. You saw Piscardi? It's creepy. That? It did years ago. Yeah. Oh. Years ago. Here's what happens at the end of it. It was People Under the Stairs. <laughs> I remember it was like it was a basement, and there was just that's literally actually the only thing I remember: people living under, under the, the steps of the basement. Yeah. Yeah, it was like kids living in a. So when you're in the, the basement. Walls. You're under the stairs. And people I, I can't remember what the rest of the premise is. I don't know why they were kept there, who they were, but I do remember seeing that movie years ago. Yeah. Brett, what, what is the yeah. plot in this movie? Spoil it for everyone. All right. So, Spoiler alert! Uh, the, like, the little, the short black kid from The Sandlot. 
Yes. He's like the main character, and then the other main character is like the Claire Dane's best friend from my so-called life. Her name's AJ Langer. Oh yeah. All right, so the kid just ends up in this house, and it ends up being inhabited by these two crazy people who just hit a bunch of people in their basement. And the girl AJ Langer, they they cut her tongue out. They can't. She can't talk. It's actually it's actually a Wes Craven movie. It's actually not that scary. Um, but it's it's more of like an atmosphere thing. But I don't remember the full on plot. It was from like ninety one, I think. It's been a long time. But not as good uh, as Candyman, but it's up there. <laughs> you know, it's a funny movie. Ever see? It's a terrible movie. It's a uh, it's D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, and he's in um, Strange Land. Yeah, he directed that. Don't you? Oh, did he direct it too? Yeah, he directed it. It's a great flick. Classic. Brett, let me ask you a question. We'll we'll jump into the Star Wars thing too, but uh, I want to get your take. Uh, you've seen a lot of films. John quoted you, I think, as seeing something like 80, six thousand movies or something. Eighty thousand. <laughs> Eighty thousand. It's the entire catalog. No, when I when I first started working at Nature City with Brett, my first job down here, um, one of the coworkers said, "Oh, Brett, he has like two thousand DVDs." Or something like that. And that was like eight it, years it was, ago. Realistically, it was more like 900. Okay, that's still pretty impressive. Hey, yeah. let me ask you this, not to derail this real quick, but I got to interrupt because I'll forget it because I have ADHD. Do oh, you still right. buy DVDs? No. You don't? How do you watch? No. I've converted mostly everything to digital like on my cloud account on, on Ultraviolet. There's just no point to have them anymore. Exactly. How the heck do you do that? Maybe we have... could have the password to that and check out the catalog for research. <laughs> Show research. We'll talk about yeah. it on the next episode. Go on. I apologize to interrupt. I just had to get So how many do you test. have at this point? How many files? How many films? Oh, like I, it's really not that many because at this point all I do is download and stream. And, and then dump it. Okay. Right. And it, this is like, there's just no point keeping them. Like I have about 80 movies in my ultraviolet, the ones that I really want to keep. Right. Um, but other than that, if I want to watch a movie, I can pretty much access it at any point somewhere sometime. Do yeah. you um, have any DVDs that you're keeping <laughs> for nostalgia's sake? You have to. Yeah, just one. What? Y- you can figure that one out. Let me guess. Is it lost? I know what it is. <laughs> Brad, if I guess correctly, can I? Were you? did you just say what it was? I'm going to guess... Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken from 1991. No, no, no. Bed of Roses with, uh, with a Christian Slater. Ooh. Not as good as Cuffs. Cuffs. Oh, Remember Cuffs? Class, man. I've used Cuffs in some stand-up bits, and, like, <laughs> two people got the joke, but it was worth every second of, like, every every person that didn't get it. But like, yeah, we're going to auction off Cuffs with Christian Slater, and it was just blank stares, and you always hear a, Ha! In the back from one guy that's seen it. Huh. Do you collect movie memorabilia? Like, Do you have uh, John Carpenter's used cigar bands? Definitely not. Like no. John Candy's tidy whities. Soiled. <laughs> um, all right, so Brett, let, let's get into this. Um, you think J.J. did a good job yeah. because it, it felt like the original trilogy, but it was different. It was new. But it still was very – let me ask you this. Do you agree that the, the blueprint of the whole you know, uh, first, second, and third act were really similar to 
A New Hope. It wasn't similar. It was just a total rehash. I mean, like, that's... <laughs> like it, it was the exact same movie. They just like they changed it up a bit. But they like kind of did that on purpose, so like it felt familiar to everyone. Right, because if they don't, then they're just going to lose the audience that was around to see it in theaters back then. Exactly. So that was that was interesting how they did that. They, it's like he just did it on purpose. There's a slight twist, but the whole, you know, big payoff at the end. Not the very very end, but you know the. The explosion at the end is yeah. just like in uh, Star Wars A New Hope, the original yeah. movie. So the really, they're, they're, they can't do any more prequels or sequels because the books are they are done, right? There's no more you can do it. So all that's left is you can remake and tweak. And no, they're, have... they're, doing a, they're doing two more sequels, and oh. then they're doing three, like, spinoffs. Like, it's like Harrison Ford as a teenager or maybe, like, a little bit older. Uh, the 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 bounty hunter, uh, uh-huh. and like a bunch yeah, see, of pilots, I think Brett. Well, they never the, run, that show goes to show they never run out, even though they say, "Well, the series is done; it's the final chapter." They just make another chapter. Well, or, no, because Lucas said Lucas said it's done, and then Disney bought it from Lucas, and now yeah. Disney Disney was probably sitting there going. People still Waiting watch this thing as a cartoon. Yeah. We can right. take this and explode, explode it. Disney is the smartest right. company in the world, man. I mean, Harry Potter was the same thing. How many times it was it the last Harry Potter until Harry Potter is 30 right. years old? You know, They kept saying it would be the last one, and I've never seen one by Harry then. Potter is now Harry Potty because he's 60 years old and can't get it up in the nursing home without <laughs> pissing his pants. But it was always saying that this is the last the, one. Uh, Harry Potter's the one they called Willow. Yeah. Will- Willow. Great flick. Willow. Uh, yeah, scariest Willow. Uh, scariest uh, devil in there. So, Brett. Oh, no, that's legend. You- legend scary. What did you think of um, the girl, of, of Ray? Is she related to Luke Skywalker? I'm pretty sure she's Luke's daughter. I mean, it could go. It, you, you could probably. They could probably spin it a couple different ways, but that's what they're indicating. I mean, you kind of see recognition on her face at the end when she's trying to hand him the lightsaber. Uh, uh, like just the way they look at each other. Just I feel like that's what it is. Even wow. with uh, Kanata, like the girl, the woman they went to go see was like, yeah. you already know. You already know the truth. You just gotta accept it. Oh right. wow. Um. Yeah, I thought she was really good. And I think, um, you know, in the original, the first teaser that they made that, that, you know, showed up, it's Luke's voice saying, the force is strong in my family. I have it. My sister has it. My father has it. You have that power, too. So that wasn't said in this movie. So he's eventually going to say that line in the next movie. To her. Well, no, no, he's not. Um, I'm actually, I actually have the uh, trivia page open just in case I needed to go to it. Ooh, yeah. you just got pulled dizzled. School. <laughs> then why does but he no, say they did that, that just for the trailer to bring everybody into it? I, I heard they were talking about not the force when they say I have it, you have it, but it was actually Hep C. Uh, <laughs> there was a scare on set. Is that true, or was that a? They're going just like a galactic adventure to find the cure. That old Hollywood story, Brad. It's been done a million times. Yeah. That old bit. Amateur hour. Uh, what about Kylo Ren? Okay. I'll, I'll go into with, with that with that topic. I'll go with the two things I did not like about the movie. Do it. 
the cantina scene. I thought that was just horrible. Wait, what scene is that? They masked him out his bar, and they just oh, yeah, do yeah. a little cantina. That was there for nostalgia. I hope they don't even try to do that again. Right, that was quick. Yeah, that was so that that, that place could be blown up. And then Kylo, Kylo Ren, I thought he was a good villain until he took his mask off and turned into a whiny emo douche. Yeah. <laughs> Hipster. <laughs> and then got beat up by a girl. Yeah. Sounds sexual. They just go like snap and go evil, and obviously, what he does there, like you know, killing his father or whatnot, that's supposed to turn him into the dark side. But I just thought he was a little whiny girl. Do you think that Snoke is a character we already know or have been told about? Uh, I'm starting to think that Snoke is yeah, just an older version of a character that was in one of the the uh, the original trilogy. I have no idea. What? That's, his, that's his title. Sexual supreme leader. leader. It's like you're higher than emperor. You're supreme leader. What's higher than an emperor? Deity? Supreme leader. Fiora? Um wizard? <laughs> Magician. Clark, your video is uh paused on my uh thing here. No, that's how I look. <laughs> I'm just still I have problems. I'm still hungover from last night. I'm still drunk. Still, we're going to talk so, about right. New Year's in a little bit. I just want to real quickly just chime in to uh, tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle, and uh, I'm going to check our Twitter feed. Let us know uh, over the next few days um, some of your thoughts about the reviews of Mr. Katzen. I always like to hear the yeah, feedback. Check them out, read them. They're always There's fun. a lot they're of girls sweet. that like it too. I mean, the... we, Brett, we get a lot of fan mail. Of, I don't know, you know what the guy looks like that writes these reviews, but he poured on these panties too. I mean, it gets really wild. I mean, there's you boob shots. And... Brett, let me ask you a question. I can see how that's a realistic scenario. Pardon me? I, can see how... I said I can see how that's a realistic scenario. Well, yeah. I mean, actually, that's kind of the consequence to, to what happens. It goes a long way. Yeah. I like it. The man knows it, has a way with words. I like it. He's a wordsmith. He's a wordsmith. Never lose your zest. Brett, since we got you on the uh we have you on the air today, I really want to utilize your knowledge of the cinema medium. And ask you, uh obviously the reason that a lot of films are made in sequence, such as the you know, the superhero thing's big right now. It's kinda of peaking a little bit. Um is because they make a lot of money. You know, you see eight um Paranormal activities, you know, they just keep rehashing these cheap movies out. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Star Wars is one that works. Obviously, that's great writing, a great franchise, you know, backed brilliantly. But then you have, I'm going to use like horror films as an example. Like, you know, you have a few good horror movies, like let's say Halloween did a pretty good job with the first four. And then they just keep rehashing it. And it just kind of, for me, it kind of ruined a lot of the the, the backstory. Even with the different ending, and I love Rob Zombie. Right. it sucks. It wasn't the same. What, what do you think about that? Scardy's right too. I thought I thought that one sucked. Is it? Uh, like when, do you do you think that continually doing movies ruins a franchise, or what's your take? I mean, it depends on what's going on. Like too many movies. Like with the horror genre, the horror genre has like gone in phases over the years. If you ever noticed, yeah. like the seventies, you had the old school Wes Craven's House on the Last House on the Left, that kind of thing. And yeah. then it kind of moved into the slasher genre, and then it went supernatural, yeah. and then Scream came out and kind of brought the slasher genre back out, and then they just 
went 10 years of doing that and it all sucked. Oh, that was a monster. And then, Saul, was, and, then torture, and then torture porn came out with Saul and then that yes, took off. Torture and now porn. it's all, all those stories. And, so, yeah. and that, and, and Saw 3D with the torture porn in the 3D was a pretty good hook. I, I saw it and said, wow. Yeah, to That first Saw. Oh, that first Saw was tremendous. Texas Chainsaw 3D, not such a... No, not so good. I have a Texas Chainsaw movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. We tried to watch it one day. Remember that? It was awful. Oh, God. Unwatchable. And he tried to... The funny thing about that movie was that both he and Renee Zellweger, I guess, they had shot that when they were true nobodies. Then they kind of made a name for themselves, but in like 98, I guess, with um, uh, Renee Zellweger had already done... Uh, Jerry Maguire, and then Matthew McConaughey had done A Time to Kill. Right. Oh. But those that film was made Great. prior to that, but released after. Right. So, so it looked now like they made a name work. for themselves, I guess, and they really tried hard to get this piece of shit film. You were just nominated for Jerry Maguire. Resume. <laughs> Here's a piece of shit. I think a lot of those films... Uh, it's funny, I'll take like, John and I, you know, Mike's seen them too, you know, the, the Friday the 13th movies, it's so funny because they always Love have some them. elaborate ending where somebody gets stabbed in the eye and Jason dies, and then the next one, they're like, oh, well, you know, an electric he's pole back. fell in the water, so he's reanimated to life. It kind of discredits the last one. Someone dug him you, up. Michael Myers, he was a guy, he was like a human being that, you know, yeah. killed the family, went to jail. into, you know, the, supernatural. Yeah, the yeah. sixth one, I guess it was, when it's revealed that, well, he just hasn't died in these past five. He just keeps getting up. They, they turned going. him into a zombie. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Jason goes to hell. You know, it's funny. We're talking about reboots and uh, rehab, whatever. It, it's all it's all a reboot. Like, everything is. I read this article the other night. I just stumbled upon it. And it was this kid writing an article about how... <sighs> the Christopher Nolan, he's the guy that redid Batman, right? You know, with Christian Bale. That was he was a director, writer, right? Is that right, Brett? Yeah, yeah, Christopher Nolan. Okay, this guy's like Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy is just a reboot of Tim Burton's original mm-hmm. Batman. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, if you're gonna say that. Yeah. Then, then yeah. like you got to go all the way back to that stupid comic book with him and Robin on the front. It's so funny that Michael Keaton is just so far. Even young Michael Keaton is just so far from the image of a Batman today. Because you know they're looking yeah. for yeah the young hunk, and that just it wasn't him. And he's a pretty good Batman. I thought he was good. Oh, I loved but, him. Yeah, but, but you would yeah, never he, see somebody like that cast never, today. You'd never cast somebody like that. It would have to be like you know he's too ordinary. Chris Hemsworth. Exactly. So, okay, Brett, you didn't like Kylo Ren when he took his mask off and he was a sissy. Who did you like the most? Finn. Who? Finn. Finn. It was hilarious. I, I right? love the, the way he did the humor. Yes. It was like as if you or I was all, all of a sudden, you know, a stormtrooper quitting. And yeah. trying to like, you know, like that's what it felt like, like to me. It feels like it's it's us. Yeah, exactly. Like the part where he, where she uh, raised, like, "Are you with the resistance?" And he pops up, like, "Yes, I am. I'm with the resistance." Yeah. And he wishes they were like, I thought it was hysterical. Yes. Yeah, he's so good. He's the he's the Hurley. He's like, you know, he's there for you. Yeah. 
Yep. He's there for the viewer. He was great. Um, and the ending, uh, not to spoil anything. Okay, so there's two major, you know, hops, uh, moments. Uh, the one, and then the very, very last second. Right. Uh, the first one, did you see it coming? Yeah, because they had ta- they honestly had kind of hinted about it a long time ago. Yes. That that was going to happen in that kind of way. I just, you, uh, up until that point, the minute he hopped up onto the, uh, the, uh, like, the catwalk. railing that he was walking on or whatever, I was like, okay, well, this is it. Right. Yeah. I, uh, and, but there was like a split second where they made you think, oh, it won't happen. And then, ah. No, I, I mean, I, I knew it was going to happen because you could, could they, just the way Kylo Ren was like, um, uh, I know what I need to do. I, I just had a feeling there was like a, a trick going on that that's what he was going to do. Uh, do you ever scream out in the movie theater, um, like have a kind of a outburst when you realize something's done wrong and you just go, no, 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 you suck, you suck. And the people are like, hey, guy, calm down. You're like, you don't fucking understand. Do you, does that ever happen? It happens, could it happen? but I try to keep it internal. Could, could you do that and take a video of it? If I send you a Fandango gift card, will you take a video and do that? Do that. That had to hurt, bit. That had to hurt. Yeah. That's got to hurt. That... So Brett, you would you be want... down for some of those shenanigans? Brett? Uh-oh. We, we offended him. It's these guys, the guys, uh, I forget what it's called, but they do honest movie trailers. They'll just do like a five-minute trailer of the movie and just point out every little thing that you thought but didn't want to say. <laughs> Those are good. Yes. Those are great. Yeah. Those are hilarious. The, uh, those are really good. Along with the uh, nostalgic critic, it's like 10 things you don't know about playing trains automobiles. What movie have you seen the most? What, what movie have you ever beat to death that you saw like 800 times? <laughs> That's a great question. Dave, Dave's been confused. Whoa. Okay. Never seen it. Uh, probably my favorite movie is Almost Famous. I think I've seen those just a bazillion times. Oh, nice. Almost Never famous. saw it. <laughs> I got the DVD right here. Never watched it. What else? Never seen Almost Famous, Clark? No, I haven't. Oh, never, disc. never seen Days to Confused. <laughs> oh, I've seen. Oh, you never saw it? No, I've never seen it from start to finish. I've seen, like, pieces of it. It's okay. It's not the movie you have to get high to watch. So. People put it on. Right, yeah. People put it on when I'm, like, partying. And I'm like, I'm right. not sitting and I can't right. do that. I'll fall asleep. Hey, I brought a keg of beer and some girls. What do you want to do? We're going to fire up <laughs> Silence of the Labs is what we're doing. <laughs> watch that for the first time from start to finish, like, two nights ago. Awesome. Wow. Which, which movie? Silence of the Lambs. Oh, my yes, goodness. Well, better late than never. Awesome. Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you again. Did we lose Quote, Brett? Quid pro Yeah, quid pro quo. I, I, I'm not, yeah, we did. I'm going to bring it back on. Now that's incidental. <laughs> okay. All right, Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, right. sorry we lost you. I was... We were a second away from one of us pretending to be you, just so we, the show looked flawless, technically. Why does Brett sound different? I don't know. So, Brett, uh, I just want to thank you again for coming on. I um, uh, want to know if you have any 
kind of uh, before you go, before we wrap this segment up, let me ask you a question, and then you can you know do any kind of closing remarks or anything. Um, give me a few of the most, in your opinion, the most overrated movies of all time. Overrated. Mm. In your opinion. All right, That's so I mean, on the spot. Do you want me to give you a few, and you can tell me if you what, think they're what, overrated what, or underrated? This one. What movies that I'll, I'll go with that movies that won Best Picture that never should have that never deserved to be nominated in the first place. Crash. That's a good one. That's a good place to start with that. Shakespeare in Love and American Beauty. Okay. Yeah, I don't like either one. Well, Shakespeare in Love is okay, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, but Shakespeare in Love beat out, like, Saving Private Ryan, didn't it? I know, it was absurd. That was it, right? It beat out Saving... It's like when, uh... Saving Private Ryan, Thin Red Line, Elizabeth, and something else. Yeah, it's like when Forrest Gump, which I think is one of the best movies ever, beat out Shawshank Redemption. Like, I mean, the performance alone in that should have been... Sorry. Yeah. Come on. Hanks Hanks was better than Robinson Freeman. Just just face it. Love, love, Love Tom Hanks. Love the film. Does that, do any other ones come to mind? Best picture? Um, it's like, I, guess, yeah, I gotta actually go back and like think about movies that are just overrated. What um, about Million Dollar Baby? That makes a lot of lists. I love it up until about halfway through the third act. Okay. And then it just gets takes a turn to the sappy and it just gets annoying. Yeah, it does become really sappy. Crash? I love Crash. I don't think it deserved to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a good movie that I'll watch once, but an Oscar? Whoa. Yeah. Hold on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. But yes. I, for, I forget what that means. I don't what about... Um, oh, yeah. I think Crash is good. I think it was a real Hollywood thing, though, where they have a lot of different moving parts. So like, wow, it's so artistic. It's in L.A. He showed racism. <laughs> Oscar. Right. Yeah. Controversy. Controversy. It's getting people talking. It's creating a buzz. So overall, Brett, you liked the movie. You loved the movie? It was great? Loved the what movie. I was happy with they revealed all the old stuff, like when they brought in the Millennium Falcon. I thought that way of doing it. Um, yes. I loved the Like the, the lightsaber fights in this, I loved because they were sword fights. They weren't like over right. theatrical and like all that crazy stuff bouncing off walls. Right. And Flying hinges. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just squirrels. I, I always I love sword fights, so when it just gets da- down and gritty with it, right? Yeah. It was kind of like between the the prequels and the original. Two first because the original the original they were like ah ah. Yeah, there was no so choreography whatsoever. In the movie. <laughs> it was so slow, sexually mechanical. Yeah. This one was good. It was really cool, and you could tell that they were, you know, kind of winging it. Right. Just figuring it out. The lightsaber. I think they and should do a Star Wars musical. I can't believe they haven't. On it. On it. Get the rights. Call Brett, Broadway. You are a uh, great contributor to the show. You're always welcome to come on. Thank you so much for being here today. Please check out Brett Katzen at the Cinematic Addict on Facebook and at Real R E E L underscore Problems on Twitter. Um, we always love the reviews, man. Thank you so much for uh, for contributing them and let us read them, and, and of course for being on the show. You're 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 a wonder, sir. A cinematic wonder. Right. 
real quick. Yep. The the sequel is it gonna be Luke training? All right, I don't know as far as that goes, but like the first when you all were talking about the spinoffs earlier, the first one's next year. Just in case you're wondering what that's about, right. it's about the stealing the of the plans of the original Death Star. Okay, that's what that's about. But as far as the sequel, like to this saga goes, um, JJ already came out and said the script is so good he's kind of irritated that he didn't take it himself. I heard that. Uh, the guy who's directing it and wrote it, his name's Ryan Johnson. He did Looper, Brick with Joseph Gordon Lovett, which is an awesome movie if you haven't seen it. Um, nice. But if you've seen any of that guy's work, you know it's going to be a completely different Star Wars movie. Um, and I'm looking forward to it because he can take the nostalgia out of it and build his own. Ah, right. Continue. Yeah. Awesome. So awesome. I think I got high hopes for the sequels. They haven't really announced anything about it other than the director and. And it's like 540 days. Yeah. Yeah. I think it goes to filming in like February or February or March, I believe. Awesome. Can't wait till this delicious stuff starts leaking out about it slowly. Sounds delicious. All right, Brad. Well, thanks for joining us, brother. Of course. Thank you very much, man. It was welcome. And uh, please check out Brad on Facebook and uh, keep the dream alive. Thank you so much for being here, sir. A pleasure. Yes. Appreciate it. Brett Katzen, everybody. Coming at you. Coming at you. See you later. Good dude, man. Good dude. Love yeah, talking yeah. to him. Yeah, man. He knows his stuff. Very insightful. Has a nice following, I'm sure, that we might have just acquired a new group of listeners, I would think. Be better. I mean, that's really the only reason we have him on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Just scratch our back. Bravo. shows. <laughs> So happy to the event. Oh my god, man. I have had the craziest last four days of my life. Oh gosh. I think like consecutive back to back days. I know you had some drama, man. I hope everything's okay on the home front. They pulled out like uh like seven or eight uh hair ties from Shady's stomach uh like two nights ago. Shady's your fiance, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shady is my awesome black cat. So she ate all- hair hair ties. She's been eating them like for the past several months, like just randomly. You know, they'll be on the ground somehow. She'll be playing with them, and she'll slowly just eat them. And all of a sudden, she no, she wasn't passing them. They were just lodged in her stomach. But it was like a oh. netting that like food could get through. So she was like passing food. So wow. we're like, what is going on? So for like two or three months, she's doing this like we what we think is like hairball, like cough. She's yeah. trying to like throw up these foreign objects oh, in her gut, and it like eradicates her lungs to make her lungs on an ex- severe bronchitis. Like she's like about to die. Jeez. So I at like at like one in the morning, I guess Tuesday. I, the days always get so mixed up in my head during holidays. But one in the morning, she's just not good her stomach is like fluctuating she looks like she's in trouble so oh, take, her, take her to the er they do an x-ray i mean it's such a long story it's for another show because there's so many details and things that went into it um, actually but i could luckily, segue it into this show i was gonna wait to to get into a what the hell is wrong with people but i could connect this one. Wait, wait. Hair ties? Segway? <laughs> 
Because Shady hits. I wanted to dedicate a what the hell is wrong with people. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I'm glad you interrupted me. I was stumbling. We hope she's okay, though. We hope she recovers. I'll tell the story. I want to know what is wrong with these networks. Um... Because it was a really rough holiday season. I mean, look, holidays are always depressing, but why are we being bombarded commercial after commercial with the ASPCA? Now, I'm an animal lover. I can't watch them. Oh, they're, can't you can't, they're, they're, they're unwatchable. I can't deal with it. And yeah. what about these poor people that, that want to contribute? They just don't have the money. Should they be subject to this? You know, can't, Isn't there no. another way we could advertise the cause rather than you know make it... People, you know, bleed through their ears from the heartbreak. I mean, it's it's really I can't watch it. Depressing. Yeah, and kids too. The starving kids. It's it's every single commercial. <laughs> I can watch those. Other. I'm like, huh. <laughs> but don't show me like a cat that needs like a bath. Like I'll start crying. But you show me a bunch of kids. I'm like, huh. no, I'm kidding. Good oh, yeah. Go on. I'm sorry. No, that was it. That was that was my bit. It's not. It wasn't really a. A very, um, you know, extensive. What the hell is wrong with people? But what's wrong with these networks? Yeah, it doesn't need to be. I, I mean, mean, that's enough said. Is it's this the only sponsor you can get, and it always brings you down. Like you'll be watching like yeah. Pitbull, you know, performing on New Year's, and you're like kind of drunk. You're like, yeah, whatever. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like silent night. for twenty dollars a year, you could save a thousand animals. I saw one from Lori Laughlin, and I thought, you might want to be saving your career before you start doing – I don't know if she's the strongest voice to make me really move off the couch. Like Sarah McLaughlin's talented and uh, yeah. Alyssa Milano's gorgeous, you know. But then I saw Lori yeah. Laughlin, who, you know, is talented and pretty herself. Yeah. But I was like, you couldn't get a better star power. Yeah. It was like Sally Struthers with the, the, the right. kids. I mean, when she was totally she was eating them. gig she had left. Now we posted a video on that was a really good. What the hell is wrong with people too? That that what is wrong with these these fucking networks? We you posted a video. Uh, you sent me. You were in Times Square last night, which I know how much you hate to be at Times yep. Square because it's a tourist trap. But you had to do it. But I got down there. I got down there for the for the cause. Was it nuts? It was pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, I was. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it was the front row, but I was I was down there pretty pretty close to the front. Um, yeah, and there was, of course, a whole bunch of, you know, yeah, the, the groups of the ne'er-do-wells and the, the, the tourists, uh, of course, then there's the large military population, and the Marines and sailors, it's typically Marines and sailors, the Army, and I think I saw a couple of Air Force guys, the Army doesn't really, they, they don't put on the, the Class A's. You know the formal uniform, the way the uh, the Navy likes to get into their Cracker Jacks. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's Fleet Week. <laughs> Fleet so, Week. Uh, Fleet Week. So I found, yeah, I I don't know if you wanted to air it, but I did get to I talk do. to some guys about their New Year's resolutions. So do we have the clip? We have that clip. We're gonna play it now. Just pulling it up, and uh, thank you for uh, doing that. That was really cool. Navy. 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 Uh, well, uh, uh, MS 
Christie was a fan. two clips here. I'll play the one with the uh, sailors first. Let me just find it. This is Michael Piscardi last night interviewing in Times Square. one totally out of uh, out of order but the first one uh, was i introduced myself oh let's let's do it reverse order here we go <laughs> sorry i put that out of order dude biscardi you should just go on this that was awesome do this yeah we should and buy him just, a microphone he's a good you know, like really... uh anchor like re well, reporting live, Geraldo. Yeah, and if you listen to these guys, uh, that that last one, I just said, so what's your New Year's resolution? And you couldn't really hear it too well. Um, but uh, that's the price, I guess, of being in Times Square, that close to the ball uh, around 11 o'clock at night. But um, yeah, I asked yeah, him what his New so Year's resolution. This kid had like the deer in the headlights. He also went, oh, well, uh, um, gee, I hadn't thought about it. And so um, I said, uh, well, what about graduating? And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, graduate. Well, actually, we don't graduate. These were cadets. They were from the Merchant Marine Academy out in Kings Cadet. Point, one Cadet. of our many commissioning sources. Um, for the uh, – <clears throat> they, they were all looking to branch in the Navy. Dude. And uh, anyway, so I'd asked him if he, what his resolution was, and he said, I'd like to – Young I soldiers. Said, yeah, would you like to graduate? Maybe that, that's a good one. Oh wait, I'm only like 19. I said, God, I feel. Ah, so fuck. I'm only 19. The other one, the other guy shit. had a good one. This, the, the one kid I was talking to, really sharp guy. He was a real pleasure to talk to, and he. Uh, well, they were all pleasure to talk to. I just, I didn't want to catch this poor guy off guard, but I kind of did. He hadn't thought about the New Year's resolution, and um, he had plenty of time because the other guys were all going through theirs. You, you did a great job interviewing, man. You brought out the. Uh, yeah, but you're really good with. You want to play. Instigated the uh, the questions. Yeah. The queries. There's another clip. Investigation. Another. I'm trying to find it. Where? <gasps> don't they? <sighs> don't they? Hey, you met your wife at, at Times Square, didn't you? No. <laughs> 
Uh, well, this didn't go as planned. We didn't really organize this one. I guess maybe that clip is lost. But yeah, so anyway, I asked everybody. It's on the Facebook page. You can watch it live. Check it out there. It's cool. It's three dudes in sailor hats and Biscardi in the middle of the madness of Times Square. <laughs> Such a, it's like a great like setting, you know, like a great backdrop. Yeah. We just, we should have like pre-planned. Yeah. You, you like you? What did you do? How did you get to where you were? Um, I have a lot of connections. I connections? Can, uh, did you call Obama? I did not have to even do that. I'm uh, well known to handle my own business. I don't need doesn't take a phone call. I have my own face and uh, certain know. identification. Yeah, it was. Did you get airlifted in? Did you parachute it? <laughs> Copter, chopper. I walked Kilo. all the way. And the best part was I got Halo. in the city. Yeah, so. <laughs> Bored. just was on those those hoverboard things, but with wheels. Right. And, he just, <laughs> and the, the crowd splits like Moses. Right. Straight to the That's, front, bitches. Oh, I would give my left nut to see that. That'd Out be great. the way. He's pointing like George Washington crossing the Delaware. To the front. Right. His wife's <laughs> running behind him. She doesn't have a hoverboard. Right, right. <laughs> Michael. Michael, she, Miguel. She call you Mike? Miguel? Who's that? She calls she call you Michael. Oh. Your wife. I didn't hear. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. That'd be funny if we, we finally meet her. She's like, you know, uh, El Miguel de Rey, which means King Michael. It's like, why, why would you call him that? Oh, that's his name. That's whatever, Isn't that his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. He's the king of New York, according to the podcast. Yeah. Right. That was so great. We also, uh, so cool. We had some uh, some loss yesterday. Uh, Natalie yeah. Cole passed away December thirty first. She was young. Family made, yeah, family made a statement. Natalie fought a fierce, courageous battle, dying how she lived, with dignity, strength, and honor. Our beloved mother and sister will be greatly missed and remain unforgettable in our hearts forever. Unforgettable. That's sad too. There was a lot of outpouring from celebs. On her. Yeah, and of course, the man. I had no idea that this, that the loss of Lemmy Kilmes. Wait, hold on. Before we go on to, yeah. to this guy, we got to talk those, about that. For those of you who don't, those of us who don't know, who is the first person you mentioned? Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole was a daughter of Nat King Cole. Okay, there you go. All right, I, I was, I wasn't sure. I assumed, but I didn't want to because I didn't want to make an ass. She passed away, yeah, yesterday. But, I mean, Lemmy, man, the outpouring of um, sorrow over his passing, he truly was the god, I guess, that he claimed to be. Yeah, there was a lot of... He was uh, trending for days on end. I mean, I probably hadn't seen that since Robin Williams had passed away. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Slash did an honor for him. I mean, it was Brian May of Queen. Uh, Did he... Everybody. What band is he from? Motorhead? Yeah. yeah. Dave Grohl. Okay. Which I was never really a fan of. Um, I, I respect him because you know, they stood the test of time, but I never... They do have yeah. one great song that I know of. It was Triple H's theme song. Yeah. <laughs> WWF. It's time they to... They did a tribute just... for him, too. <laughs> oh, no way. Triple H. WWF. Hunter Hearst Sexual. Thompson. Very... Toast. Motorhead, they had a, the, it was Ace of Spades. Was that the song? The Ace of Spades. Yeah, I think that's one of yeah. them. Yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Play God, God rest in peace, uh, Mr. Levy. That was a, that was a crazy outpouring. I, Stephen, um, 
Stevie Wright passed away, and I remember I brought that up. Yeah. And somebody said, Lemmy did too. Lemmy just died. Did you hear about Lemmy? I said, yeah. It was, uh, I just checked the news, and it was all over the place. Like, I haven't checked my phone in a while. So that's three? It's three. Happens in three. Scott Weiland, I guess. It does. I just sent you the uh, song there, Clark, if you want to. I just I am you on the face if you're on it. I don't know if you are. The face. I'm sitting okay. on a face right now. What? Oh, <laughs> someone's sitting on mine. Ah. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. I'm going to pull up a little tune here. This is the clip of uh, the Triple H theme song, which was performed by Motorhead. The reason I'm talking so slowly is because it's loading right now, and I'm using a segue that seems flawless yet lied to. <laughs> you know, AMC's been doing a Walking Dead uh, marathon this yeah. like whole New Year's. It's just wonderful. Saw, yeah. Randomly be you know flipping through the channels, and then you remember you're like, oh yeah, they're almost caught up now. Time to play the game. Listen to the laugh. Motorhead. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. Man. That's that's the gist of, of what their their catalog is all about. Just heavy metal. A lot of deaths is uh reflecting back in two thousand fifteen. Did let me pass away uh what Tuesday this week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A little reflection. Going back into uh last year. Read about these guys and uh I'm always curious, when you see someone like Natalie Cole that says 65, so I'm like, I'm th- yeah. thinking, was it an overdose? What happened? And it says she died yeah. at a hospital of health problems, but she had like some drug abuse problems. You wonder, yeah. they're not really giving you the whole picture. Yeah. yeah. The whole you know, story like, there's something else going on there. Yeah. You know? Why, uh, you know, we respect, uh, please respect the family's privacy. We don't understand, uh, you know why these cameras are coming in here? Because so, she was a very famous person, and, and you're very ambiguous of the reason she died. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, respect the family, and you know I, no, nobody wants to pry, but it's just very weird that you know most deaths of celebrities they say died of you know uh, aneurysm or you know, cancer or whatever that may be. But with her, it was just health related problems at a hospital. Yeah. I think it was. I don't. My guess would be, and I have nothing to back this up, was that it was something to do with drugs. And they just don't yeah. want to tarnish that name right now. Yeah. Which is weird because no matter what, after you die, no one says anything bad about you. And who cares? You know, like Heath Ledger, he died because he took too many drugs and people, mm-hmm. you know, he, he won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not because of that, but you know what I mean. I want somebody to lie about my death. I, I've, God willing, many years from now, it'll be in my sleep. Peacefully, yeah. not like my grandfather. I mean, like my grandfather, not screaming like his passengers. But I want to, uh, I want, I want them to lie about it. And be like he ran into a building where there was dinosaurs on fire eating kids, and he just tore it up. Yeah, uh, Clark, those don't exist. I'm supposed to be dead. Just write my bio. I can see him hiding over there. He's lying. Piece of shit. Hey, I'm really, I'm kind of on this kick here with these interviews last night. Biscardi, you mentioned this before. You mentioned doing some interviews out in Hollywood where I should go up to people and do it. I think mm. we, we should do like a segment. Yeah. 
Because now we got yeah. the podcast on full swing. I mean, it's we got to be kick the new year off right. Yeah. We should ask I questions. Agree. But what are we asking them? That's like that's everything because we could do. What well, well, we don't want to air. Right? We got. We'll have to brainstorm that. I had some really good ideas, but we don't want to air them. We don't want to spoil it otherwise somebody else. We would be ripped off. Oh, oh I these phonies. Even the rod castle is a rip off. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing Stuttering John's bit. Yeah. Man on the street quiz. Jay Leno. Jaywalking. Those were always so tough to me to watch when they did the ones where they would ask questions that were obvious, like who's the vice president? And they'd be like, uh, George Washington? And I'm like, no. Those are so painful to me to watch. I know. I'm an idiot. Like that offends me that you, you don't know who the vice president is bad it's really embarrassing I mean, some of them were uh it's embarrassing the one was like hillary clinton right yeah it was just it blows my mind that people are that stupid i was at a party last night and there was this girl there with a selfie stick Lovely. and whatever selfie sticks they're fine you know whatever but yeah. she took like 30 pictures of herself in a row and was posing in front of like everybody and um... i just wanted somebody to smack her around and be like you need to stop <laughs> Like, take yeah. two, take three. You've been spending, like, 20 minutes shooting yourself. You're not yeah. that good-looking, sweetie. You're a little fat. Yeah, and, you know, you wonder why you wake up in the morning and go, I don't remember anything. Yeah. Because all you were doing was taking <laughs> selfies. You did nothing else. So I was going to do a joke. I was a little drunk. And I was going to say, hey, I really like your selfie stick. I had this all planned. I talked to my buddy who talked me out of it. And I, he, I'm glad he did because it would have went bad. Where I was going to say, hey, I, that's am- is that a selfie stick? Do you mind if I try it once and then put it down my pants and go, there's a selfie stick on my dick. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? And I didn't think I was actually going to do it. I was dissuaded not to. Oh, you should have just done it anyway. I was, least... but you know what? I, I didn't know the person. and uh, There's tears. Like, I, I could have ruined somebody's night. Oh, could have been a downer. But I, but I, I still would have kept that on the table. No, I love that. I mean, even if you <laughs> stage it and film it. Yeah. Like Mon- Monty does it to somebody. Monty. Montgomery. He's walking down the street. Ah, sweetheart, what's this? Sweetheart. Selfie stick. Looks like my day. Montgomery, you're not even making sense. I'm doing it. There's going to be a new Montgomery coming out soon. We're, we're going to shoot another scene for that. It'll be done for the uh, the world of 30 people that watch the videos to see. Mom, John, Mike, thank you. Yeah, thousands. gonna have salmon tonight for dinner do you guys like salmon what's your policy on salmon? Love salmon it's one of those things that i eat at home um and i don't cook it myself usually um my mother would often and my wife Ooh. does but i'll never order it in a restaurant wow same here Why not? same exact thing you just said yeah, Jen's gonna make salmon. i'd rather have yeah that's true yeah that's let's put a better mushrooms i'd go for just the filet mignon over a piece of fish a flank steak Ooh, skirt. I stopped at Sparks Steakhouse. I saw. And um, we just got appetizers, let's just say. So uh, this is kid next to me. Uh, he's, I didn't let's know if he was taking say. out a girl or not, but uh, he's, he's <laughs> going, I don't normally bring girls here, you know, so it's, it's really expensive. <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, it's expensive, isn't it? I says, yeah, it's a little rich for my blood. You know, the average <laughs> meal was, you know, $40. Yeah. That is a little expensive. The lobster was about a hundred bucks. We just had drinks and appetizers, and even then, I dropped 
I dropped over 50 just for that. But, oh, my know, gosh. You know, so That's nice you took her there, though. A crazy salad. Yeah, crazy we stopped salad. in Midtown before the Times Square madness. I'll take a water, please. Yeah, we're going to need to see a credit check. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember we, you and I went to the Plaza one time. We we drove up there We to the Plaza Hotel. I didn't buy anything, obviously, but we walked in there. I, I just wanted to like see the inside. Biscardi's been there before. I was like, I need to, I need to go in. And I came home and I told my dad at the time because I was younger, and he goes, "The Plaza, you couldn't afford a Coke in the yeah. Plaza." <laughs> and I said, "That's probably right." <laughs> well, why weren't you in school today? We had off. No, you didn't. Stop incriminating me. That's a, it's a half day. It's eight a.m. You know what? I, speaking of high prices, I hate how they get you in an airport. Because, you know, you're there. You can't go anywhere else. Yeah. I ordered two, I was stranded in Atlanta on Christmas Eve, and I ordered two slices of pizza. That would be $14. What? $14? Okay. Can I have some ranch? That's, for, that's, for that's $3. Time. Just give me the slices. <laughs> oh, and I said uh, – I, I, I mentioned pie in there too to see if they would know if – Throw them off. And they, they, they didn't really pick it up. Um just not like, to say they didn't know, but, um, you know, I just didn't. I wasn't going to pursue it. How much for a pot? What's that? Uh, just two slices. $14. What? <laughs> 80 bucks. 80 bucks. <laughs> your, your ball sack. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> My balls. Oh, I, I did. I got going shopping today at Target. and uh, Shopping? Yeah, I had to get some stuff, and Jen, you know, wanted to go. So I was like, oh, I'll go. I'll treat. I'll treat Target. Let's go. And I hate Target because I always, no matter how much I put in my head, I always spend more than I, I think it's going to be. Like, I just feel like they're just throwing on fees. Yep, like, I'll think extra. it'll be 80 every time, not an exaggeration. Every time. There's no, like, you know, grocery store checkout where you give them the discount card. And you, you see that it's taken off, and it validates you spending more. Target, I'm thinking in my head, oh, yeah, it'll be like – this will be like sixty bucks, and they're like that'd be one twenty-seven. <laughs> and then they always ask you. Oh, by the way, stop doing this. Stop asking if I have the card. Do you have the card? No, I don't. Would you like to get one? No, thank you. I'm I'm pretty set with in my ways. Uh, don't you want to save money today? At that point, the third the third time, I've become a little bit of an asshole. Uh, do oh, you really? want the card? You know the Target card. Yeah. Do you have one? No, I don't. Uh, would you like one? Oh no, thank you. I'm I'm pretty good. Are you sure you don't want to save money? No, I like spending money. In fact, I love spending more money than I have, which is why I don't want your discount card. And my card was hacked. My account was hacked twice from shopping here, so I don't think I'm gonna do it. But anyway, so I, I went to Target. <laughs> Whenever I walk into Target, I hate to sound so cynical about it. I mean, shopping doesn't really bother me that much, but for some reason, Target gets to me when I walk in the timer begins of like the patients running out. Like there's like a window and Jen knows this. So she's like a pro at this. She's like a linebacker. She's in and out. She's like running down the aisles, throwing it in there because after like 15 minutes, I'm a little snappy and I'm like, cause everyone's like bumping Indian. Oh, and, and just people are just so obnoxious. Just even when they're not bumping into you, they're like mentally bumping into you. Yeah, they're so, stupid. Somebody almost ran me over. And I moved, and her husband goes, what are you doing? Are you trying to run people over? Like yelling at his wife. I was like, thank you. And she goes, I'm not running everybody over. She's like, you almost hit that kid. I'm like, actually, I'm a man. That kid. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm 34. 
But I'll take the compliment. Thank you. You're very sweet. You have nice eyes. He did. He, he had beautiful eyes. But, uh, so how was your New Year's, man? Uh, Shady, Shady the Cat okay? I know she ate some string in the past. She did eat some string. This is her second surgery, dude, and she's like two years old. Poor she baby. is uh, running out of her nine lives. I've made that joke in the last, like, you know, 72 hours. Did it kill it? Times. Kill it. I just, it's, it's, line, it's lined up for me. To she's just sweet. Have to kill more. But, yeah, man, she uh, she was not doing good. And these, this, uh, we actually there is a there is one silver lining in this. Well, there's a couple, but this one is major because we thought today when I went to go pick her up that uh, our bill that we had already put down a huge deposit for because you have to like prepay. Yeah, we thought it was going to be like in the fourteen hundred range, oh the remainder of the bill. They actually refunded us four hundred dollars from the from the original down payment after the surgery because they didn't like use all these medicines and things that they thought they were going to. Wow. So we like last night, dude, or two nights ago. Yeah. Heather and I were like freaking out. We're like, this is going to. We just paid off our debt and now we're like crippled again. Yeah. Because, dude, every X-ray, even the 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 X-ray that I got for her the first night, that that was that was a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh, it's it's very expensive. Oh, I think we're having a connection problem here. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. John, can you hear me? Ground control to Major Tom. Commencing countdown engines on. Start ignition and may God's love be with you. This is Major Tom to ground control. I really made the grade. And the papers want to know who shirts you wear. Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. I'm Matthew Clark. Thank you earlier. We had Mr. Uh, Brett Katzen on the show. And uh, I always enjoy um, having some guests on. It was really, truly a, uh, a good time. So I'd like to do that. Uh, I'm going to try to get John back on the air right now. Looks like we might have some technical difficulties. Um, itching to hear the rest of that story. I don't know what the trail went cold here. But we're going to get him back. Call him right now. I'm going to wrap the show up tonight. Thank you very much for listening. This is our first uh, episode of um, 2016, and uh, it'll be number 51. We're very excited to uh, continue this into the, uh, the new year. We started this back in May. Um, myself, Klosinski, John, and Mike, and uh, it's sort of evolved into something very special and uh, sexual. But I'll wrap this up. just want to get John back properly. I don't know what's happening. Also, too, I want to mention we have a new webpage out. It's at uh, kingmanproductions.com, kingmanproductions.com. We have a store on there. We have uh, bios of the, the podcastle uh, host, all kinds of good stuff, and um, definitely encourage you to ch- check that out. It's kingmanproductions.com. I want to say one thing, too, uh, about Target and everything like that. Um, I don't really mind the stores. I don't mind shopping so much. I prefer to do it online, as some people do. Um, 
But I just feel like everybody's aggressive. Tweet me at the podcastle, at the underscore podcastle. Tweet me at Kingman Prods. Let me know what you think. You know, when you're driving in there in the parking lot, there's people cutting you off. I mean, it's it's like do or die out there. I just feel like it's uh, it's insane. Anyway, I'm going to uh, I'm going to wrap it up now. John's having some technical difficulties, so uh, the last thing you people want to hear is me talking for an hour. Or do you? Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. I'm Matthew Clark. On behalf of John Hassinger, Michael Piscardi, thank you, Brett Katzen, for being the uh, guest today. I'm saying happy new year, good night, and Godspeed. This is-